Hey guys, unfortunately we had some audio issues today, so about the first five minutes of the show got cut off. We were talking all about our new teammate, Josette Norris, joining us and how excited we are. Hopefully we can make it up to you by getting her actually on the show one day. That would be pretty cool, I think. So yeah, we'll join in just kind of towards the end of talking about that. And hopefully the rest of the show is smooth and the audio isn't too bad. But yeah, apologies for that. We'll transition into the show right now. It's a situation she was definitely looking for, I think, which is looking for a change from her previous sponsoring group. So it's nice to see that kind of fit into place as like, you know, a fellow athlete, you always want to have the best situation. So she's definitely got that. Um, and hopefully we'll get her on soon. Uh, Citrus Mag stole that from us. They've also stole something else um, that Chris Chavez, Chiki Chavez sent me. It's a bit off topic, but uh, he got Mike Smith oh, on the yeah. podcast and he sent yeah. me a message from Australia. Probably the most depressing message I've ever seen. He's already got Josette Norris. He's got Mike Smith. He's just one step ahead. Chiki Wait, Didn't we have a deal? No, or was no, it Jakob? No, we said we were... I think we said when he was on that we were going to race to get Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, and he got him. I think so. They he got him because he sent me a screenshot of them talking to Mike Smith and I was Damn so upset. It. So that now hurts. we have to get Jakob in yeah, We're still racing to get Jakob on. Yeah, we've got to get Jakob on the pod somehow. If we're at a meet or a diamond league and he's there, like I'm just going to get to my knees and Even beg. if the podcast is 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah honestly, I'll get to my knees and beg and say, hey, mate, I just want you to sit there, go on your phone, and we can say that we've had you on the podcast. Yeah. Or like he's getting a massage or something, getting treatment. So anyway, yeah. So Do we think Josette... Was a good, a well kept secret in the running world, or not? Ons not very people knew that. Secrets like our group wasn't kept secret pretty well. I think people would have. There would have been whispers for sure. I mean, she went on a few visits, I think, to check out a few teams, and uh, in general, like people. I mean, people hear things in the rumor mill in in the running world, particularly the professional running world. So, um, in general, like I, I'd say people would know, like early on, but they can't confirm it until obviously it's official. Like the one thing that I know about the running world just looking at it is that you usually know things before they happen and if you know things and they don't um ferment then you're like okay that was just you know, a lot of rubbish <laughs> is that a bad word no, that, that was great it's actually really good um that's and a then, really good word and then sometimes you hear these rumors and you're thinking oh you know maybe maybe and then all of a sudden you see it official i think josette's announcement was similar to that like she's looking at a few groups people are saying she's going here she's going there but no she goes on so she goes on. Nah, that's terrible. I thought oh, I, I nailed that. All is on right now. It you nailed shit. it with for men. You took, you I took a thinking, dive after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking I could get. I was trying to pull off a great dive, and I just had a bad splash. Bad splash. But I'm, I'm excited to have Robbie round too. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in college and and in the early years, I feel like I looked up to him a bit. As a, he was the fun. He, he was fun to watch racing. Yeah, because he did the he 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 was the textbook George before. <laughs> but actually, yeah he was his NCAA 800 Amazing. from the back is like one of the best 800s on YouTube yeah everyone should check that out because I used to also watch that one a lot yeah fucking ridiculous how far back he comes from to win that title and, he and was, he's so little yeah <laughs> against racing Charles Jock I think Charles Jock yeah who's like a giant great great video so, he's, he's a very good presence anyone that in the running world that knows Robbie knows it he always has a big smile brings great energy so it is very cool to have those guys on the team and just keep growing the the family. That is the OAC. So, yeah, it's been all good over here, just getting back into things. But one other thing about the OAC, just to continue to jerk ourselves off for a little bit, is recently the top 10 list came out for Track and Field News, which I don't know if at one point Track and Field News was like a big magazine. 
I don't really know how that stuff works. I think the rankings, from what I remember Ritzenheim telling me, was that the rankings would come off that, uh, news, like the newsletter or the magazine yeah. or whatever. Like the World Athletics rankings are pretty recent yeah. with the point system being new and everything like that. So most people would get their rankings off this magazine for bonuses or for just like for media. Like if you're putting in the newspaper such and such is racing, he's ranked whatever in the world in this event, it would be off this uh this. yeah so they come out with a yearly like the top 10 for each event in athletics they come out with their list which yeah as Ollie said like that was the I think that was the only list and now World Athletics has their own version of doing it yep. but Track and Field News still continues to do it and it's a little bit more subjective because well I mean it's not it like it is subjective right it is subjective it, it is subjective it's not like the World Athletics one is perfect but it is based on yeah results and points and stuff like that which this one I think is selected by I wonder who selects it actually yeah um, Mike Smith, probably. Mike Smith, probably. I would say Mike Smith. It's called the 2022 Mike Smith Track and Field Men's, um, <laughs> sponsored by NAU Go Lumberjacks. Yeah, but the reason we bring it up is because quite a few of our teammates made it on the list, so we've got to give them a shout out. One of them is sitting right here, Mr. Ollie Hall, ranked number four in the world in the 1500 meters. Pretty damn sick. <laughs> 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 hamstring cramped. Not Sorry. Again. I'm running too much. Oh, no, I'm not even. Ah, oh, that was so painful. <laughs> I just I, interrupting over here with my hamstring cramping. I think that happened once before, didn't it? Oh, I probably. Cramp, yeah. yeah. This I, is like this is like rough. <laughs> have you guys seen Nadal's interview where it's after like a four-hour tennis yeah. match and he's just dying and no one says anything and he's just he's just falling off he's his in chair. So much pain. And yeah. the reporters are just standing there. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. I was like, should I do something? Nah. Nah, I'll, just, I'll just let him fight through it. Let, it. let him get through it, yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm getting a little more comfortable over here. We'll stretch out a bit. Gus, give him a stretch or something. There's yeah. some treatment on there. CEO Coffee Club coming Gus, in. can you give me a foot race down here? That'd be lovely. Oh, that's perfect. All right. Oh, moved. Good to continue. <laughs> we were, yeah, just, I, yeah, that was Ollie's. We were, we're just hyping up Ollie for being ranked fourth in the world by Track and Field News. Yeah, so Ollie's number four in the world. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. So um, good seeing those... That list of 10, uh, 10 gentlemen, distinguished gentlemen, uh, they're all in their own right, like just incredible athletes. So being even putting that list with them is, is a huge privilege. Yeah, one, two, three is Jakob, Whiteman, and then... My boy, Tim Chariot. And so you've then, beaten two of the top three. Yeah, the only person I haven't beaten on that list is, is Jakob. Um, I'd love to get that scalp. Oh, I dream of getting that scalp. But in general, to get fourth is like... Because I think my first year i was ranked fourth or fifth and then it's my that was my second year i uh yeah you're confusing me right now because i don't know what you're saying by first year my first year is a professional runner oh, okay yeah sorry my first year is a professional runner last summer though and i think i finished the season like ranked fourth or fifth and then to be able to like stay in that position with such a competitive field is uh really you know makes me feel good so it means I'm, I'm i'm keeping it keeping on you know yeah keeping on and then mario is number seven so fourth of worlds you know fourth of worlds. <laughs> yeah. the europeans yeah. it checks out i mean he's the one was we were reflecting on how crazy it is like his past year like we don't even think about it we just kind of take it for granted now but coming off the NCAA and then being able to achieve that much mm. Uh, Mario's, Mario's probably going to be listening to yeah. this, so I'm not going to say too much. Well, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say, no, say I'm going to stroke his ego a little bit, but second NCAA is obviously a disappointment for him, and then going fourth at Worlds, like just the the journey he had from you know not achieving a main goal of his uh, in college to being just outside of the middle 
at Worlds is, is incredible. So definitely uh, pretty crazy when you just, you know, he's at practice and you're hanging out with him. I mean, that's our team in general. Like you just look around our team and be like, wow, yeah, these, these are some top dogs. So Yeah, because we also mentioned how we think that uh, George said he predicts that you two will be on this list next year, but also joined by Yared. And yeah. I think we all feel the same. Yeah, the goose. That's a pretty safe bet, I reckon. Very safe bet. If you're a betting man, yeah. Betting no Americans currently on the top 10 list. That is true. Which will, Ollie will be happy about. I am quite happy about that. <laughs> I, do, I do feel, though, I'm excited to see how the American 1500 develops this year because I think Cole Hawker is going to have a lot of energy and a lot of... Uh, uh, angst to, to, to bring to the <laughs> That's table. That's what he's been missing. He's been too happy. I think Cole's point. been too happy, been too content. Now he's, you know... He's Maybe there's some angst from Cooper leaving. Yeah, yeah he could get some angst. some angst. Yeah, and then, um, you know, you got Cooper got Cooper at... Uh, at um, uh, like, uh, Bowman? Bowman. You got Cooper at Bowman. Um, so, I don't think he's running... Do you guys think he'll run the 1500? I feel like as soon as you join to just, like, join Bowman as someone who's like a, maybe a distance guy, then you're definitely a distance guy. I definitely feel like he could be an incredible 5K athlete, like just training in that environment. And he's also proven to be an amazing 5K athlete. I would like to see him in the 15. I feel like he's still got a lot left. And after Worlds, the way his Worlds went, being injured and not being able to get out of the round. And just, I mean, running on injury in itself is just, I can imagine a really difficult situation. I, I think he might have more to prove in that event. So him, um, our boy, the goose and Cole, I think are going to be, probably on that list coming this year unless something goes wrong so I'm excited to see them and duke it out with them and you know hopefully Cooper's got a bit of angst I think you know maybe life's a bit too easy for him right now I think he's you know he's got the dream set up um, the dream set up with Bauman what's part of that setup? I mean I mean can you like he's training with Grant Fisher he's training with like under Jerry Shoemaker he's got the Oregon facility those laps of the turf look miserable they do look miserable but he's you know it's Oregon bro it's Haywood Haywood magic he's got the magic Got a lot of Haywood magic. Yeah. That's quite. If you think about it, I've never really thought about it like this until now. It's could be developing into quite the epic saga of kind of like hero to villain, like like best friends to enemies. Him and Cole. If you think about it, because now they're part of two different training groups, both in Eugene. Yeah. They were became so good together, and now, I mean, I don't know if they like have any personal beef. I'm sure they're friends, they're but mates, yeah. I mean, once they get on the track, now they're with different teams and not training partners. There's definitely going to be a bit more rivalry there. I mean, I'm sure they always had quite a bit of rivalry. I'm sure they have. I mean, it could be that. It could be like the Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader kind of, you know. Slightly different because one's not the other one's father. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's also the Romeo and Juliet factor where, you know, you have the two separate families and now they're, you know, they're kind of under the same umbrella, but they're these two separate families, the Romeo and Juliet kind of saga between the two of them. So, It'd be interesting to see how they interact at meets. Because, you know, they're, they're both kind of from the same family, but kind of not. You yeah. know? If there was a track reality show thing, they should definitely like work a, work a, some beef into there that doesn't exist. Oh, 100%. They do exactly what you do with Drive Survive. Like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, create, just, make up. just create like out-of-context stuff to stir the pot. And he said this, she said this, or that sort of stuff. But um, it's just a tip for whoever's making that. But this is the thing: you have those two, and then you just have Yarrod, the chillest dude ever, just walking he's in. No he's a he's a walking around three twenty seven guy, who's just like, mm, okay, I'll do it. He's you know, chilling. he's just he's gonna be crushing. I'm really excited to see how uh, Yarrod does. Um, but yeah, no, I think there are gonna be some Americans on that list this coming year. Yeah. This year, who else from the teams on this list? So in the ten k men's ten k, we have Joe Clucker coming in at ninth, which is pretty crazy i mean to be if you look at that list i've never heard of that dude in my whole life stanley 
Yeah, I, I haven't heard of a lot of these people, to be honest. It just made me realize how little attention I, oh, I pay. But, I mean, obviously, I'm sure... These they, guys I'm probably sure, know I'm more sure, than us. I'm sure whoever made this okay. list... Look at this knows. list, though. Um, just look of countries. People know the distance events, particularly 10,000, very, very heavily African-dominated. Listen to this list, though. Uganda, Kenya, Uganda, Ethiopia, US, Canada, Ethiopia, Kenda, uh, Kenya, US, Ethiopia. So having two US athletes... In the mix there at ten thousand meters, that's pretty. Yeah, and then obviously Melmed. That's Grant. Know. Grant Fisher is at number five Grant, as well in the ten yeah. k. I honestly, actually, that's a bit of a uh, fifth, I guess. Now, so, I thought he'd be higher than so that. So Grant is fifth in the ten k, fourth in the five k. Okay. Those events are so stacked. Like yeah. I think, I think when you look at it, I think you could probably put Grant higher. But also, if you're ranking Grant fourth or fifth, then you're also still saying like this guy can go medal. Yeah. And I think that's like pretty accurate. Yeah. So, 100%. Um, but yeah, even looking at that list and just all those names, you just it makes me uh, very proud to be Joe's teammate because you know we all know how hard Joe works and he definitely uh, has proven himself, you know, making the U.S. Olympic team and winning the U.S. 10K Championships to be a formidable run on the track and uh, it's really exciting to see him get that recognition in a top 10 ranking. Yeah, I mean, he earned that ranking by winning USA's. That probably did so much for him, and then also doing well at Worlds. Yeah. The 10K is very weird if you think about it, because how many 10Ks on the track did each of these people run in a year? Probably one or two. I yeah. doubt anyone of them raced more than two, maybe three. Like, so you, you get the standard Worlds, yeah, but, and then maybe like another one, maybe like pre, pre had a 10K, didn't it? I don't know. Well, that was the US. was the US Championship. Oh, yeah, that was Champions. Okay, Joe, so yeah, Joe US only Champions. ran two. Yeah. Joe ran USA's in Worlds. So it's so he had the standard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the 10K on the track is a very tough one to rank. It is, yeah. you can yeah. really just go off worlds mostly. But, I mean, the 5K list, Jakob's number one. The 5K list looks essentially what you would think it would. And then moving on to some of our other teammates. That was everyone on the men's, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. on the women's, we have Sage, number 10 in the 800, which is pretty sick because if you look at the women's list, it is such a crazy like yeah. group of names to crack into and especially coming off like Sage didn't qualify for uh, the Worlds but then to still be ranked in the top yeah. 10 she's still the fourth American on this list <laughs> at 10th which is insane yeah I mean I think Mo is number one as you would expect and then Keely list- ranked third but now they have a world champ so four people will go to Worlds this year oh right yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's how it works yeah. yeah so that's nice that's a game changer Dude, Keely Hodgkinson ranked third. That's actually... Uh, well, so Mary, I don't know how to oh, say it. Ma- yeah. She won Com Games. And also, she like she ran so crazy good. Mm. I don't she know. She did. If, I forgot Didn't about she beat that. Keely at the end of the season? She, yeah, she Keely didn't have a good Diamond League final. Yeah. yeah. No, she, did she win the Diamond I think she League? won Com Games and Diamond League final. Against yeah. Keely and both of them? Keely, Keely had a bad Diamond League final. I remember that. Because Keely would have been at Com Games, right? She yeah. got second. So, yeah. that makes sense. I remember she... the. She won Europeans, though. Keely did? Yeah, that was the one she won. She was second, 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 and then won Europeans, and then I think Diamond League final, she struggled. Because Sage almost got her, I think, in that race. I remember watching it in really? the stands. Yeah. So, but, I mean, yeah, crazy. I mean, the 800 women, so, we've, we've been through it. So stacked. Yeah. Sage, 10th, like, cool, But yeah, just, cool to highlight, to just to highlight Sage, she came into the season, hadn't broken two minutes, and then she ends up ranked 10th in the world. So. Yeah, third Diamond League final. Pretty yeah. damn amazing. So, good job to Sage. And then, I believe the final... Member of our team, apart from Helen O'Berry, sorry. Helen O'Berry is number two in the 10K. But then the other member of our team, Alicia Monson, she is 10th in the 5K, which is pretty sick. These women's lists are all so crazy when you look at all the names, but I think Alicia being ranked in the 5K 
is very well warranted based on how fast she ran in the 5K last year. And then also, I think probably they put her up because she didn't race the 5K at Worlds. So maybe you would have been like, yeah, how do you get on that list? But then her performance in the 3K at the Diamond League at Lausanne was like one of the craziest races to watch last year. She ran 8.26, so fast for a female. What's the American record? I can't be much faster. Yeah, it was like 8.24 or something. <laughs> and then It was very close. Mm. Yeah. Who has that record? It's probably Carissa or Shelbo. I think it's the, the girl from like the 80s. I think they have the indoor one. It's um, who would it be? Slaney, Ma- Mary. Is yeah, it Mary Decker? <laughs> no. That, we might have to yeah, research <laughs> on this one and just confirm. We may as well. I mean, now we're here. It's I just could, yeah. But so I mean, Alicia, she ran eight twenty six, and she. If you watch that race, I would recommend everyone go watch that because the way that she ran it was so impressive she put the the hurt on some of the best women distance runners in the world yeah she was like legit dropping them running from the front and she just kept going it is mary slaney athletics west 1985 mary slaney that's gonna be the same person that probably is the same person she must have got married in about 1984 so the next year she was mary slaney um so she was only she was only one second away yeah. Athletics was also known for doing some shady stuff, so. Yeah, they are. Shout out to them. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. the 80s, though. Yeah, I guess everyone was doing Come it. on, it's the 80s. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, do you think that's what people are going to say about, like, the 2000s, <laughs> with, like, the EPL era? Yeah. It was the 2000s. Everyone was, I mean, that's what, like, Lance Armstrong says, essentially, I guess. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was cheating. Come on. It was, it, the, it was the 20s. It was the time. <laughs> it was, yeah, is that what people are saying about right now? Because <laughs> yeah. with, with all the Kenyans getting popped, it's like, just part of the sport <laughs> and we're just here we're just here trying to do it clean and they're like those fucking idiots what were they thinking why, why are they doing it clean why were they not taking God. drugs oh, do you know depressing. what generation you're in that's do you know what generation you're in that's you pretty depressing when you put it like that yeah no it's not great is it to think about try not to think about that too much so <laughs> moving on from that you either cry or joke about it <laughs> it's mostly yeah you're either, 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 either laughing about it yeah. or you're crying we do, we do a bit of both we do a bit of both yeah so right now we're laughing but off the podcast we might be crying we might be crying yeah. <laughs> you might see us crying at the track and you don't know why when uh, when you come when you miss a medal by one spot and then the person in front of you was like probably a drug cheat that's probably when you cry because that's yeah. when you're like not that I have ever been in that situation but I mean it could happen to anyone, to anyone and it's like that's when you cry because then you're like oh that drug treat cost me like I don't know in the long run maybe like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something I, I mean hearing like Mick Wallace talk about his experience with it like he's like yeah it's great now that i have the, like they're giving the medal and they re-ratify the results but that moment has been stolen from him right yeah so, his is even worse because obviously he got upgraded to the medal when ramsey yeah ramsey got popped but since then kiprop has also been popped. popped but they can't take away the result from that longer and then so they can't say whether or not he was actually doing it then but if he was doing it a couple of years later like so he was ticking behind two people that have been banned when was I mean, he was third. Behind? No, no, so sorry, he, he was he third. Have, he would have been champion, yeah. Well, yeah. in 08, he would have been champion. And then it was 2016, he was behind Centro 1. I don't think Kiprop did well. Would, no, no, Kiprop, uh, he took oh, the lead. He, and then No, he didn't take the lead, but he was trying to go on the other side. was McGloofy. Oh, okay. So McGloofy's also... <laughs> I don't know if well, McGloofy's... He's never tested positive. But Kiprop is tested positive from Beijing. Okay. Didn't test positive from Beijing. Willis was third. Oh, yeah. McCluffy had that incident with the French athlete. Yeah, with Jimmy. Yeah. Um, that he had like needles in his bag or something like that. Yeah. Some story. I don't know the full details, so I can't 
it's a speculative I don't know what you would call that. Allegation, maybe. Yeah. Allegation. It's <laughs> an allegation. Why you got drugs in your bag, bro? Yeah. What are you doing with those? But oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podiatrist. <laughs> a podiatrist. Do you know what a podiatrist is? Yeah. Sounds official. It's a foot, it's a foot doctor. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's helping his feet go faster, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. Why are you laughing? That's a good joke. Well, it was a good joke. Oh, well, but, that's the Keep laughing. <laughs> but yeah, regardless, like Nick Lewis, I mean, he had a long career. And so the damages, apart from, yeah, losing the moment, mm. you, you lose Money. like your next contract, yeah. which I mean, that might be a five-year contract and the difference might be like, like 50,000 a year or maybe even more. So for someone like that, yeah. Well, like Mohamed, I think also got upgraded to a bronze. Um, did he? Yeah, did he? he did. I can't remember I'd, if it was 20, no, 2008 or if it was 2017. <laughs> <laughs> what year was 2008? 2008. You think Mohamed? Mohamed, 2008. Yeah, like, maybe it's 2012. 2012 or 2016. He, I, and he got upgraded. So Mohamed wasn't like, he was 2016 maybe because in, he did make the 2012 Olympics, but he was like not up. Maybe, maybe it was 2016. Because there yeah. was, a, I remember his profile on Instagram, it had a bronze medal around his neck. Well, he um, has. He, he yeah, did. No, he was, actually he got that a was before. Medal. That was before Tokyo. It was before Tokyo. There's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> we gotta do. We gotta do a little bit of research. Look at that! Look at that right now. We gotta do some research. Look you know right what? Right? There's only one way to solve this. <laughs> I've been hundreds. I'm in the gym, bro. We could look. We could let Citrus do this, but the, we're here now. The more, the more obscure and less <laughs> likely it sounds, I think the more often always correct. <laughs> <laughs> like the more like you're like, are you serious? It actually tends to be right. So, I'm going to say Ollie has 100% imagined this. <laughs> so we're looking through his professional. In 2016, he finished fourth oh, place. In the, so, mm, yeah, it doesn't... He was fourth. He was fourth in the 5K in 2016. But in front of him was Mo Farah and Porchalima, who both not tested positive. I don't know who got the other, who got the other medal. So in 2019, he medaled in the 5k and then in Tokyo he got a silver in the 5k as well so <laughs> oh it doesn't say does it yeah I so mean he did might... come forth that part you are right about yeah I nah god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought I, I thought I remember seeing something about on his profile getting handed the medal maybe, um, I mean maybe but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm confusing it with his world championship bronze medal. That could be it too. But yeah. I do remember this being like when I was in college. Well, cause I just, cause I, I don't know any high prof. I can't think of any high profile people in the 5k that are tested positive that were like medaled in the last 15 years. Yeah. I'm not sure though. I mean, I honestly don't pay that. I forget about this. Well, we'll just time, leave so that maybe. to citrus mag. We'll leave it to the experts. This is what happens when we try when we try to say facts. We look like idiots. So this but is it's, all, it's all part away. of our it's all part of our charm, isn't it? Yeah. It's all part of our Spin charm. half the time on Wikipedia. This is why we don't do this. Yeah. So we'll leave This is why we don't stick to the facts. We'll leave it to yeah. the professionals, Chiggy Chavez and Citrus Mag. Yeah. So it was a good chat. <laughs> Twenty twenty three we tried to go more factual, it didn't work, we're going back to our roots. New, so. new resolution just failed straight there. <laughs> Talking shit. But uh, yeah, so that's the our little uh, spiel on the top 10 list. Shout out to all our teammates, our uh, Congratulations. friends that made it. Ollie right here, number fourth in the world for uh, the 1500. Should not be taken for granted. 
I think we often take it for granted, and I think that we shouldn't take it for granted. I take it for granted. <laughs> so, so, just want to bring it up. Let's just see where Josh Coe is. He's at number eight. That's easy, man. Probably not. Right there. <laughs> yeah, whatever Ollie is, it's probably double it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I... Ollie, fourth, Josh, eighth. That's yeah. a higher number, so. Well, Josh, I remember, yeah, I remember Josh, uh, what was it? Was it Whoop? Was it Whoop? It was Miro's Games. Miro's Games, I said I outclassed him, and he, he used to roast, he roasted me about that, saying like, oh, that I sold out to Whoop. Yeah. Um, and then, but then now, all I see on his profile is like, he's got this Oakley deal, he's like doing these food stuff. So he's now joined my um, group, and I feel pretty pretty proud about that. Yeah. And also, he said that I never won a global medal, and I have now. So we're like we're getting closer and closer together. You know, we're we're starting to be uh, become one, becoming the same person, becoming the same person. Me I, and Josh. I did tell Ollie or the boys before. So Sid and Kick they posted on their story that they're recording another episode, mm. and. Josh was wearing the Oakley glasses, but the same ones Ollie wears, and I couldn't even tell them apart. Yeah, we look the same. They're just becoming the exact same person. I can't wait till the commentator, like, we're in a race, and they just can't tell who's who, even though we're wearing different jerseys, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't know Josh Kerr went to the the Australian team. But, yeah, that's a bit of a nice little segue, because Mm. the reason why this new episode of Sit and Kick podcast, I think, will be very interesting for everyone to go listen to, which I have actually listened to some episodes I was about to say, are you going to listen to it? I've been on an episode. I mean, I've been on an episode. I think I might have as well. Yeah, I've been I've, on one. I'm not sure. I've been on it with you. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, was, was yeah it, you guys did the team one. We did the team one. Wait, with, was it with... Yeah, it was all the boys. With Carlos and yeah. Togo. Early did days. Do a team one. That was actually quite fun. They did a good job with that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, why do we make so much fun of it? <laughs> I mean, because we make fun of everyone, yeah. including ourselves. Fair enough. But uh, so the big news from the Sit and Kick podcast verse universe is that... Josh Kerr got new glasses. Yes, <laughs> and they look amazing. They look fantastic. <laughs> Josh Kerr got a new meal plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the meal plan. No, he's on the same meal plan. He's still on the Scottish hag, hag. What's it called? Haggis. Haggis diet. Haggis still, diet. still kicking. Still, still looking thriving. strong. Yeah. But no, so David Ribich, Ribeye Ribich, made a big move. I don't know if you guys saw it. Move from Brooks Beasts to the United Arab. <laughs> <laughs> Emirates uh, track United club. Airlines United, United Airlines sorry club UAC moving from Brooks to Nike good guys to the bad guys mm. to put it in layman terms uh, Anakin Skywalker <laughs> he's gone bad he's gone, he's gone bad he's joined the dark side uh, no we kid everyone's, we kid everyone's fine apart from those that take drugs yeah um, but, but we love everyone but yeah I don't know how to feel about it it's kind of crazy isn't it, it I mean the, the first reaction I had to, to ribeye um, announcing it. See, I got confused because I didn't see that somebody said um, that they were they were talking about like a soft launch, and then they did a hard launch. There was a hard launch. Whereas I, I saw that people were saying it was a soft launch, and then I saw all the media going around. And I was like, "Well, this doesn't seem like a soft launch. It seems like a hard launch." But it was a joke, so I, I missed the joke, and uh, I I'm missing the joke. Yeah, yeah I see. I, so always talking about something that happened in the long run, and I just know that, like George, you weren't there, and, oh, yeah. pro- and none of our listeners were there either. So they're not going to understand what you're talking about at all. Ollie was, compla- Ollie was complaining about the fact that they were like, because so the way that they announced David Ribbage is they did like a big post on one day, but on the days leading up to it, they hadn't been like super shy about like having him kind of in the background of post. Who's they? 
UAC, like Instagram. The, the Instagram page. Uh, I don't follow their Instagram, so that's probably neither do I. So they've been like, if you were following it, like you would have already known. And I think they did some takeover, and it was clear that if you like have seen David's content before, that he was the one kind of doing the takeover. Right. Like you could tell he was already there. So that was the soft launch, and uh, then they did the hard launch, and then I think Ollie had missed the hard launch. <laughs> But then he had seen on social media people talking about them doing a soft launch. So then he came to practice the next day and was like, what the fuck are these guys talking about doing a soft launch? Like, that's like, so, yeah, that's not seemed, a soft launch. It seemed pretty hard to me. Yeah, that seems like a hard launch. And, yeah. then I, and then I was like, no, no, this is what happened. Okay, good, good, good explanation. So, so that's pretty much when I, when I heard about the, uh, when I saw the hard launch thinking it was a soft launch, but it was the hard launch. Um, I, I honestly felt pretty excited for him because knowing as a professional runner like it's extremely hard to get those second deals but it's also extremely hard to like find another situation that fits you and to get a deal with another brand so uh to see ribich small school big dreams author to get there and and get a um another deal with with a brand and a new group and a new experience for him it's definitely exciting to see um he crushed it i think what was it two years ago he had a really good season he had a really good 5k i think thirteen twenty six. He ran 55 in a mile. Like he was, he was putting up good times. He was seemed to do really well, and I think he can definitely, hopefully, um, you know, hit his potential with with United Airlines Track Club. So it's it's really nice to see. Like I, I just I love seeing athletes being able to like get another deal with a different brand. Um, you know, I I'm really happy for him. And then the other reaction I thought is wow. I wonder if he ever talks shit about UAC and now that he's joined them. But I guess in his podcast, I don't listen to that much. But I wonder if he ever talked shit about Nike or anything like that. <laughs> Intense has joined Nike. Probably did. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, because you can imagine with us, like we obviously love to have a you know bit of, bit of tossing around uh, with the brands, giving them a bit of, bit of spiel. But imagine if one of us has joined a brand that we made fun of. Like imagine if I joined UAC. And the thing is like, it'd it be hilarious. Like, and it could still happen. It'd be hilarious though because like all the content that we've produced about making fun of their name because it's oddly similar to another name of another team. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just funny because that's just the way, like the, the running community is so small. Um, but very excited for everybody and hoping he's crushing it with uh, UAC. So Sid and Kig are staying together. Well, they're always kind of apart because Josh lives in Albuquerque yeah. and Ribich oh, yeah. was in Seattle. So I, I think they mostly do their podcasts online. I don't know if I they do they a lot do. in person. Yeah, I think it's mostly remote. And they, they seem to be pretty close mates. They're starting their new season. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> Sid and Kig season big, three. Big deal. They started yeah. Disney Plus. They ended on a cliffhanger. I don't know what's coming <laughs> next, but uh, yeah, excited to see this new season. Where's United? Are they in Portland still? Uh, they're a bit everywhere. They're bit global. Texas, bit of Florida. Global. Oh, UAC Global? They're UAC yeah, Global. UAC Global. That makes sense. They're a bit everywhere. They're in Florida, they're in Texas, they're in Portland, they're in... Denver. Denver, they're, they're in California. They're pretty united. They're pretty... I mean, yeah. They're, they're united in that they're in the United States of America. Um, but other than that... Mostly. Not, mostly, yeah. Sometimes Australia. Sometimes Australia, yeah. Well, well yeah. Sometimes but, Australia. But yeah, I mean... It's, I don't know that, that group. It is hard to keep up with, like what they're doing in terms of training. Like yeah. you follow our Stravas, like we're all here in Boulder running together. Them, I don't, I don't follow them on Strava, but like, it's like I think if you followed their Strava, it'd be like, like what are they all doing? I think they're actually all in Phoenix at the moment. I might be wrong in that, but mm. they tend to go to Phoenix this time of year, so I think they are actually probably pretty united at the moment. But I just want to say, in my reaction, is very similar to Ollie's. That I think it's as I think we have a lot of empathy for 
professional runners in yep. terms of just like continuing going, having a contract, making it work type deal. And so to see someone able to keep it going, very happy for them. Especially, I think Rich would be the first to say that he hasn't like achieved all his goals, like not even close, you know. Yeah. So I hope that this new setup allows him to just kind of get, I don't want to sound cliche, like get that spark or whatever, but just like continue to improve so he can achieve his goals. Because I love David. Like we've been together for races and stuff and I love spending time with him. So I hope him nothing but success. So, Likewise, I can't wait to see him run 142. Yeah, <laughs> Donovan. I was say, imagine if he just goes to 4800 pure speed, like just one of the best 800 runners. I mean, so hopefully that's how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully the training and everything, and his life is good and uh, all that. Nothing but the best for him. Yeah, excited for his journey. I wonder how it's affecting Josh. Probably a lot. He's probably yeah. heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he always has to bring it back to Josh yes, I have to. I mean, I, I'm worried about my boy. I mean, we're becoming one, and I don't want him to to feel <laughs> neglected that Ribeye's moved on to another brand. Yeah, no, it's a, it's you a know, good who, point. Who's going to be there to to film Josh in his little little seat? You know, the little pull seat he has with his Red Bull. Like, oh yeah, that's true. Ribbage is gone. Like Ribbage he hasn't got gone. that support there. I mean, he, he probably can get it from from uh, from Brooks, um, uh, Brooks Beast, but. Yeah, I'm, I wonder how that's affecting him, but, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll be he'll fine. Survive. He'll survive. I think he'll, he's doing pretty well. Maybe even thrive. Maybe it's good to have, you know, someone in a different team. You can get more gossip, more interest, more uh, scope on the running community for mm-hmm. their uh, sit and kick podcast with the banter bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to see how things go with, with, with David. Yeah, so that's kind of like the big running news mm-hmm. as of recent, I would say. The rest of the show... For this episode, I think we'll head back to the Q&A that we started on last week because we did get so many great questions. I think we're actually like legitimately very excited to talk about them. The first one, we had a really cool one. We had, well, we had a few about like what cities you would want to start a pro training group in, apart from Boulder and Flagstaff that came in from Mr. Pisoni. But then someone put it to us like this, and I think this is a very cool way of asking the question. They said, if you could raise any city up to the altitude of say Boulder or Flagstaff whatever you want it to be at so that you could train there which city would you choose and why and I think it's obviously in the context of being a runner so should we answer both parts what do you mean well the first one which city yeah and then which city would you move well I think it'd be the same answer wouldn't it well unless you were so committed to altitude that you wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> choose the other city oh that makes sense yeah well my if you answer is going to be the city. yeah I see what you're saying now like I, Melbourne I, and then would you choose to well Sydney and then would you choose to make Sydney at sea level I mean at altitude <laughs> you just you just pick two cities that you really like close to each other and then you raise one up to altitude so then you get the best of both worlds that's what you do but I don't know I'm, I'm going to go with the raising one out up to altitude but still well okay so this is maybe a key like asterisks for this for Ollie in particular if you raise it up to altitude does it make keep its beaches or no I think it does and okay. it keeps the, and it keeps the weather <laughs> it keeps the weather and the beaches yeah. it just have somehow <laughs> yeah you're getting the altitude benefits so essentially the whole city is is in an altitude tent yeah bubble okay. thing it's like in the Simpsons movie mm. when they, the when dome they, the dome yeah. <laughs> yeah you're in the dome and it's and it's the altitude is is high so <laughs> Do you, I, oh, I, I think you have to pick a seat on the beach then. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, if you have that option. 
that that is exactly the option that I'm going through my head with. What are you gonna pick? Kanawa. <sighs> Actually, there's two there's two uh, two options that I have. If I could pick two, one is in my country of Australia. The other one is in Canada. Wow. So um, my option for Australia is Noosa because I love Noosa. Really fun place to run. Um, they have a massive triathlon like uh, running kind of festival thing up there. And uh, the community there's pretty sick. The beach is a super nice, very pretty area. Freeze that up to altitude. Um, obviously, the property would be expensive. It'd be very expensive <laughs> to live there, but it'd be very, very nice. So I would say that one. And then the second one is another expensive city, Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver, I was been there like twice, and I was fortunate enough to run in some of the places in Vancouver. And it's like the most beautiful place to run. Like the trails there are amazing. Um, it feels like you're in like uh, Narnia or some shit. So I would love to raise that to altitude because it has like kind of mountains and then it has the ocean too. So you get a bit of both worlds. And if you had that up at, at Boulder or even Flagstaff, um, that'd be a pretty amazing place. And also like, I feel like Canada's a pretty cool place to live. So those two uh, options are for, for Ollie. Vancouver is, I think- Also in, very expensive, yeah. yeah. Also another expensive city. So you gotta keep winning those races. Gotta get keep those, those bonuses. But Vancouver, I've been there one time. It is, I think, what I would classify as like the nicest city I've ever been to in terms of just like the grass was so green, like the prettiest, clean air, mm. nice views. I think it's like very developed now. So I think it is maybe, there's probably, if you actually live there, there's probably a lot of difficulties with how expensive it is and all that. Yeah. But uh, man, when I was there, it was just so beautiful. Running was great. Uh, I swear the amount of nice cars that I saw there was unreal like mm. these Rolls Royces and all that like imagine seeing Yarrow's car like every day like multiple of them just everywhere yeah there. for those who <laughs> don't know what I was talking about Yarrow, little, little easter egg Yarrow just bought a new car he did are we going to tell him what it is he bought a yellow electric Mustang yeah and he drove it to practice this morning first time I'm seeing it and I kid you not it was probably a highlight of my year so far of, just, <laughs> of my year so far I mean I'm sure I'm going to see him a lot more in that car driving yeah. around just looking cool uh but it's a very cool car so excited for yarrow with his new journey with his his baby you said journey a lot today <laughs> you've said you've said i'm excited for this person's journey i think three times now yeah. i'm excited for everyone it's journey. all about the journey for all these spreading yeah. so much positivity today. no the, re- the reason why i'm thinking of journey is because i've been on a plane for a long like i mean we all have so i'm thinking about journey a lot but that's, uh in general like Vancouver is just like, yeah, it's just so beautiful there. Have you been, George, to Vancouver? Never. Never been. Man, that'd be because, like, you can do everything there. Yeah. Like, you can, yeah. That, I don't know how nice the beaches are in terms of, like, actual beaches. I've been to, I think it's White, White Rock. I've been to a couple. I've been, like, two beaches there. And they're, like, they're yeah. pretty nice, but there's only one place you can kind of surf. Yeah. And you'd have to, like, wear, because like, it's pretty cold up there. So, you'd have to wear a pretty big steamer. Big steamer. Pretty thick steamer. You'd probably have to wear booties. Uh, but you can still surf up there. It'd be pretty nice. Um, but Noosa would be my, I think my number one pick is Australia. You know? So, yeah. yeah. What do you got, Georgie? You got- this has been tough, actually. been wrecking my brain. I didn't think it'd be tough for you. Days. I thought you'd just say New Zealand. Just the farm. Just the, just the farm. <laughs> just the farm. Or, or all in New Zealand. Just Port's raise Bay. all in New Zealand up. Yeah. Where train- I live would be nice at altitude. Yeah. You train with Sam Tina. Where he lives would be pretty nice at altitude, Where too. Where does he live? Uh, for- he lives in Mount Monganui. Mount Monganui. And that's North Island? <laughs> North Island. North Island, lovely. Yeah. Nice beach there. Yeah, Very no, nice I've seen his uh, Instagram stories. Very jealous. And he has that half pipe too. 
Yeah, I think that would come. Would that come with the C? Yeah, yeah. surely. Yeah. <laughs> that would raise up. Morgan's got his chicken, I don't know what the chicken boy like. skateboard. Morgan would be skating on there with his chicken boy skateboard. I don't know what the running is like there, though. Yeah, see, that's the one thing is like... like we, we long run, right? So we run probably... I mean, Joe, for example, runs 20 miles. And you want to have a place like... Boulder has that like kind of environment to be able to run that and not like lose your mind. Whereas like in Noosa, I don't know where you could run a 20-mile run. I'm sure there are places or you just drive further out or further inland. Um, but yeah, like those are factors that I forget about too. It was like the just long get a woodway. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Get a woodway. I mean, I mean, we should just do everything on the woodway. Why don't okay. we? I try to. <laughs> <laughs> I often do. Yeah. So what, what do you have, George? I think, well, shit. One of those two. Hawke's Bay or Mount Monganui? But otherwise, maybe just like a European city on the beach. That would be pretty sweet, like in Portugal or in Spain or something. The thing, the only thing with that though is, if you did that, could you really see yourself being a pro runner? Absolutely not. Like, He's having way too much fun. Yeah, those places are not like where you go for running. That's where you go for like vacation. Mm. How do you make like Scottsdale at altitude? Yeah, I guess that would actually be a very bad so answer. Be very like, good. it's a, such a nice place to train. Problem is, the summer in winter you'd, you'd want to yeah, get out. Yeah, summer, in summer. I mean, summer we do travel a lot, so we probably go to Europe and and uh, around the US. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Emily Sisson lives. I guess I don't know if she's there all year round, but I believe she lives in Phoenix and mm. she makes it work somehow. But yeah, those summers would be brutal. Morgan, well, where's like a cheap version of Boulder? Because Boulder's actually just do pretty... stuff. <laughs> 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 Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Boulder is just like I think that's why Boulder is Boulder because yeah. I mean I'm sure there's other Colorado towns that are very similar. I thought Boulder is Boulder is because Tim and like put up the price of like because yeah. like Tim Dan came Tim in and, and then all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden like Boulder became more and more expensive. So I think Tim Man are the cause of the bougie life in Boulder. There's they've a direct correlation it. between them yeah. going up and soon as they, prices. Yeah, as soon as they came in, all the housing prices went up. Like Cortado costs like eight dollars. Like <laughs> ridiculous. Definitely Tim Man's fault. But um, yeah, I'm sure like I'm there sure is like somewhere. Fort Collins is like yeah. pretty similar. Yeah, that's just a even r- Golden. Was yeah. oh, Golden expensive? Might be. Golden's nice. Yeah, Golden Golden is nice. nice. I'm sure there's other ones that are very similar that have great dirt mm. roads to run on, but they just don't have the... What about Mammoth? Is that expensive to live there? Because Mammoth sure. is another altitude spot in California, right? That a lot yeah. of groups train it. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, people have been pro runners there before, so yeah. there's something to it. There's something to it. But I don't know if that's much of a town or if it's more like a ski town type yeah. deal. Really not sure on that one. We'll have to do the research, but... Yeah. But... Maybe Devonport. Devonport? Wait, Tasmania? No. Oh, Florida? Yeah. That's just the perfect place to train. I repress that. It has to rain and be grey as much as it was there. I remember we were complaining about the weather every time and then people from Florida were in our comments like, we promise like it's not normally like this. Like this isn't normal. Like you guys stop ripping into it and ripping into this place. It's pretty nice. And then we did the one podcast episode where it was literally raining and we tried to keep going in the rain. I don't know why we did that, but... It was literally just getting. We away. did it for our fans. That's, for why, fans. that's why we did it. We did it for the fans. And we only bought coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. We didn't get coffee anywhere else. Well, we bought them. I, I shipped them. I shipped the machine down. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was huge. That was, was so huge. clutch. There was nowhere else to buy coffee yeah. there at all. Uh, wow, we're back talking about. Florida. <laughs> yeah. It always it always sneaks in. It always sneaks in. One year anniversary. We've got to make sure we celebrate that. Mm, yeah. One but, year anniversary of chicken tendies. 
<laughs> at the top rated restaurant. Shiri Magoo's. Shiri Magoo's. Shout out to Shiri Magoo's. That doesn't even sound like a real name <laughs> of a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, that just sounds like something we just made up in our heads. <laughs> it does. Well, I'm going to go to Florida and go to Shiri Magoo's. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway. Uh, so, my answer is just Sydney. <laughs> Well, but like just laps of Centennial Park yeah. but they're at altitude no like literally like when I was back there I was like yeah I could probably do this for the rest of my life I mean I did feel like that too but I'd have to move yeah it's like more where Morgan is because like even like the, the driving can create a toll so we, where how far Sydney, are you from Centennial Park long way must be like 40 minutes 40 to 50 minutes depending on traffic yeah it could be really bad if the traffic was bad yeah. whereas I'm just so lucky that where my house is is five or ten minute jog so, from the park so like where okay so sydney would be your base but like where like okay so so we have a team right we have a team and then dathan's like okay you're gonna get rent or you're gonna buy a property in sydney we're gonna train here it's at altitude near the beaches where exactly would you say would you want the team base like literally like in my house Ranwick. yeah literally because <laughs> i mean Coogee, how far away is Coogee? it's like the suburb next over yeah so like pretty much close to the beach you're at altitude centennial's like what five ten minute yeah you got es marks track there yeah. everything that you need I, I mean, mean Dathan would fight with the ES Marks people though because oh no he'd just book it because I think you have to pay right you do have to pay well actually yeah the way it works there would be chaotic because it is like $5 entry but there's no like limit on entry so I've been there before when there's like 200 people on the track and mm. so I don't know Dathan would just do it so that we train at different times you probably have the same schedule that we have now because I'm sure a lot of so Aussies avoid everyone yeah a lot of Aussies train like the normal schedule with Tuesday, like, Thursday or yeah. Friday well, we do Tuesday. I feel like they're very stuck in that schedule yeah. well it, it makes sense as well because most i mean almost everyone that's doing it there is doing it based around their work they don't have the same luxury mm. as we do to, base <coughs> to go our at whole lives around our running yeah. training yeah. it would also be would be fun to have that many people at the track if you weren't actively trying to avoid people like yeah. we are <laughs> no it is yeah well that is the other part of it. it's like the in australia social. It's, it's social so you want all your friends there so well, one thing i noticed with australians too is that uh like they just they just want they want to know like what you're doing and like they're excited about being around the track because like when i was at my local track in sylvania like it wasn't just me but like other athletes were talking to other athletes asking what they were doing if they could jump in with the work like it's just a nice community thing so i feel like being in uh in boulder is a bit different because everyone has their own team's own structure and it'd be nice to be at es marks where you have like a a pro team there but then like you have other community you're more more casual yeah it's not yeah, it's just more casual, I guess. Yeah. And that makes it really cool in some ways. But yeah, to me, Sydney, I mean, I would probably just live at home, you know, just, just for the rest of my life. Just take I would, that's good. Just, yeah. just, just I would chill. live in Morgan's uh, grand, grandparents' uh, apartment with yeah. his brother. Yeah, we'd all just be living together, getting looked after, just wake up, go down to the park for a run, mm. just real easy go to Go to brunch. Go to brunch every day. Oh, good times. What, could it, what, what it could be. I mean... <laughs> Think about it. If we if we propose this to Ritz and say, "Hey, we'll just live in the tent when we sleep," do you reckon he would move the group? Yes, surely, right? Well, then I mean, his family can move; it'd be fine. I think we need to make it so that our group there is so strong that we don't need to travel for races. We set up all our own races because that, as we said a few episodes ago, that would be the shit thing. Is then still being on the road if you're in Australia. So I should probably mention that little caveat. We have to be good enough that we only have to travel for the big races. Yeah. Okay, so, if we're bringing it up in altitude and putting a dome on it i'm sure we can move it yeah. <laughs> to like where the races are okay we'll do that as well that's that's the other part of it the, the big master plan the big master plan put all the races around there just pretty much my answer is just having everything based around me living at home yeah if you think about it 
Then, then that, that's the way the world should be. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I Easy solution. That. Pressurize your house and you can actually have that. Uh, I'll speak to my parents. <laughs> uh, your mum no would problem. be 100% down. Yeah, yeah, your mum would actually hate that. Consider it. She'd consider it. Your dad would hate it, but your mum would be like, Guys, yeah. Just think about it. Think about all the possibilities. But yeah, so that was a fun little question. Um, moving on, do, we, do you guys want to do a more serious question or another fun one? Let's do a serious. I think that was too fun. Should we go serious? I think, okay, because one thing that we actually have gotten a lot, which we have never really actually talked about properly, is our running shoe rotation because we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast um, are either in the industry, so they're very interested in the shoes that we're running in, or a lot of people are just fans but maybe new to on, so they don't know exactly like which shoes that we actually like and so then they, they would want to go and try. So I think we should talk about that. So, I mean, and we're all pretty much on the same page, but do we, do we want to just go down the line and say like... Shoe a, rotation, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, just in a week, like what shoes are we wearing? Monday. What day is it today? For Ollie, I wear the Monsters. Or what? Cloud Monsters. Cloud Monsters. Cloud Monsters. And then I'm really loving this new shoe that's not out yet that I don't know if I can say what it's called, but it's... Um, it's like similar to a monster, but it's got really good cushion and it's like a mid shoe between the monster and the cloud X. I, mean, I think if it stuff. starts with S, I think you're allowed to talk about that one. Oh, it's the cloud surfer? <laughs> yeah, I think. That's legit, I think. That. Okay. Um, it's so, not out yet. No, I think it comes out in March. Oh, That's wow. what I heard. But the cloud surfer and the cloud monster, I really love. I love And what are you those. doing in each one, though? So, like, most they're, of They're quite different. What am I doing? Like, running wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why would you choose one for a I'm certain running like time? 630s. No, no, no. Um, so it was a joke. Uh, I run so like long, long runs, for example. I'll probably wear monsters or hyper monsters. Um, <laughs> and like regular, like ten mile runs or doubles, I'd like to wear the surface. And then workouts, I'll wear the Eco Three, um, which is a great shoe. And then I wear the Spike, the Cloud Spike for workouts. And then other than that, I don't wear shoes when I do lifts. That's pretty much it. I don't. I, I used to like go through all the shoes when I first started with on, and I was just trying to figure out what shoes I would like to train in. And like I'm, I'm a pretty simple man. So when it comes to a shoe that I really like, like I can just train constantly and then not switch it, and then I get in trouble from from Dathan for not switching shoes because I would wear out a shoe to the br- like to the brink of it falling apart. Um, but yeah, I'd say Cloud, Cloud Monster and the Cloud Surfer like the two shoes that I swear by and that I run in pretty much all the time now besides obviously the performance shoes so that's my rotation pretty similar for me monsters for longer runs if you go run clicker miles that's mm. your shoe mm-hmm. yes sir um surfer i probably wouldn't i would say five or less miles personally i prefer it 10 i'd probably still go with the monster so i put on surfer for a double i think and but then I, I I like to throw in the Stratus every now and then, just for a change up. Maybe for a morning run or something. Probably still not a long run. Maybe like a ten mile morning run. Stratus, change it up. Um. I think that's it. Yeah. Those uh, three pretty much, yeah. and then the Echo. Th- those three, yeah. I'm the exact same as George, whereas which is almost the same as Ollie. Where it's yeah. like. The monster is kind of like the main one, especially for a long run. Like if you're trying to go a little bit quicker, but putting in a lot of miles, you want that one. The surfer, I really look at the surfer. So the surfer is like the softest shoe that we have. So if I'm 
it's, you know, in the winter going to be doing more running on concrete. That's when I'll be wearing the surf a little bit more. And then, yeah, the Stratus is kind of just to like spice it up a little bit, change it up. Because the Stratus is a very good shoe still, but yeah, it is. the Monster is probably just like, a li feels like you can do a little bit more in it. And then, yeah, our performance shoes are amazing. So we all wear the same ones for yeah, that. Yeah, performance much. shoes is just a no-brainer. Yeah, which I think those are coming out this year as well. Like the Echoes that we run in, which is our super shoe for the roads. And then our Spikes, I mean, I hope that's coming out this year for people because yeah. those are pretty legit as pretty well. Pretty legit, they're pretty sweet, and they've served me extremely well, so I'm excited to see what um, the public thinks of them when they come out. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been pretty amazing to be able to use those. So that's our running shoe rotation, which is pretty basic. I mean, that's how you want, you don't want your running shoe mm -hmm. rotation to be too complicated, and I think it makes it easy. Like, if someone does ask me, I mean, I think all of us probably get questions from people like, hey, what shoe should I try out? I will almost always recommend the Monster for almost everything. Occasionally, the Stratus, because the Monster is a little bit more of a shoe, so if someone doesn't like that, then I would yeah. say the Stratus. But generally, I think the Monster makes everyone pretty happy. I, that, actually, that was the one thing that I got a couple of questions of when I was in Australia, people asking, oh, what shoe should I wear? Because like, for example, the Stratus is like just a little bit cheaper than the Monster. But if you're like a runner, like an avid runner and you run a lot, like I would just say pay a little bit extra for the monster because the monster is going to be worth it because you can run long runs in it, you can run like doubles in it, you can run. Like I'd say like if you're going to really, really like go like run. We've literally done workouts possible. in it. Like yeah. we've done I mean, either it's, long. It's, it's a very versatile shoe. So. Long fart legs or long yeah. tempos, you can do in the monster. You can. And you feel good. Yeah. The Stratus is like a really good shoe, but I think if you want to, like if you're if you're willing to pay that little extra for the monster, it's definitely worth it. And when I was talking to it's a local uh, running store, Runanar, they were selling monsters there, yeah. and they said like that's what they've been recommending. Like, because they asked me about it, like that's what they've been recommending is people are interested in looking at the Stratus because it's cheaper and it's a really good shoe. But if you're really into hopefully running like consider like a decent amount of miles um, and longevity wise, I think the monster is just like better. Yeah, so. I would. I mean, I don't know how much they cost, but I would say it probably like cost. I would say probably the price difference is so small that very small, it yeah. should come down and just whatever shoe suit like you like more. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think I hear many complaints about the monster, but I can see why some people would prefer the Stratus, just if they don't like as much of a shoe, I suppose. Yeah, that's much cushion. But it's not really that different. But yeah, so those are our own shoes. Get the job done pretty well. I think the final. Do you guys want to do the star signs question? Let's do it. Finish it off? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's finish it off. And then. So we've had. Well, I guess only one person asked about this. I was going to say, we've had a lot of people ask about this one, but this one is one of the few Q&A which just one person asked about, but I was like, we've got to talk about that. And that's our star signs. I'll, none of us are into star signs, really. So we don't know much about them. I would be very interested if someone who's an avid listener of the pod that is interested in star signs would be able to guess our star signs just based on our personalities or as they're shown on the podcast. But I think we should go through each of us, our star sign, and then we'll look up the attributes of that star sign and see how accurate it is. Let's do it. So, Ollie, you're end of January. Mm -hmm. What are you? Uh, Aquarius. Is that right? I don't know. Star sign and like Aquarius and... That is... That is right. Is that... What animal is that? Is that an animal? Owl. It's an owl. <coughs> That's crazy. And the element, the element is air, I think. Air. You're an air sign? Yeah, air sign. Your ruling oh. planet is Uranus. Congratulations. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you were like bang in the middle of Aquarius too. Like he, the middle date. He's a full on Aquarius. So, 
I don't know. How, the thing is, when you look this stuff up, there's so many different. Uh, they all they all seem the same. The attributes seem the same for everyone, but. Well, is this I just like? Don't know if I believe a word these things say, <laughs> but Ellie Hinnis will be mad if we say that. Yeah. So. She's yeah. She's like the expert. It's like in the running community. The if expert. you do see um, Ellie, you should definitely reach out to her and see because she could. She could, she could probably do a reading on you. Yeah, she'd be able to read you and give you all the information that you need. Don't come to us because we don't know what we're talking about. So, like, do you think that when we look at the, like, personality traits, do you think these are universal? Or, like, every website that you go on will tell you different ones? I think they're universal. Okay. I think. But, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i thinking without that. Because I'm looking at a few ones right now, and they've all said pretty different stuff. Oh, really? So I'm not sure which <laughs> ones to go with. Cosmopolitan. That sounds like that would Okay, be. we'll go with Cosmopolitan <laughs> UK. That's, our, that's the, that's that's the, the official coffee club uh, star sign. So, source. the Aquarius, typical Aquarius personality traits are assertive, analytical, original, humanitarian, independent, and easygoing, and they're into sci-fi, technology, writing, flying, and art. Yeah, I don't tick any of those boxes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I tick a couple of them. I Harry a couple Styles. Of them. Harry, he's Aquarius? Huge. Yeah. We should even look up like the celebrities. Yeah. That, that's well, I know who has my birthday, who shares my birthday. Who's that? Oprah Winfrey. Shares my birthday. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. We have a lot in common. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would. I heard that Aquarius is a very much like, um, uh, yeah. I honestly, I, yeah, the whole thing is, I feel like it's too broad or general. Ellie's going to hate for saying this but I, I don't know too much about my star sign other than that i'm an owl the animal's owl and that my sign is air yeah but some of the things you list off like they can tick my box a little bit as a person but then like i, I also feel like a lot of other people from a lot of star signs could tick that box as well you know what i mean yeah you can fit it into any box you want yeah. <laughs> see i think that you have a lot of great traits but these ones specifically i would not necessarily say like that's all right apart from easygoing you're very easygoing I do so, like sci-fi. Do you like sci-fi? Mm, yeah. Sci-fi and easygoing. And and what was the other ones? Well, like in, independent. I wouldn't say you're the most. I'm not, I'm not very independent. Person. No. Analytical. No. Say you're the most analytical no, I'm like person. literally the op- What's the opposite of analytical? Uh, like. It's just like a something like whatever. Analytical. No. <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. Yeah. It's just Where you pull stuff out without thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Whatever that is. A dickhead. Impulsive. Impul- Impul- yeah. I'm Maybe impulsive. impulsive. I'm impulsive. Yeah, I don't know. Cos- I don't know if it's Cosmopolitan or whoever's doing this stuff, but <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, you guys messed up on this one for Ollie. So, I don't know. Maybe we're not doing it. Maybe someone's going to comment and tell us like that we're not doing it correctly. And that Let me like, look up Aquarius. There's the different ones. What? Next. Um, next. What are you, George? Uh... I'm the second day of Scorpio. Scorpio. I'm an early Scorpio. The, the bad guys. It sounds evil, huh? It does. I think it's that's... a cool animal, just being like the Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpion, I mean. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. Okay, so George is passionate, persistent, strategic, loyal, fearlessly curious. And you're into meditating, <laughs> climbing the career ladder, <laughs> forming a cult, <laughs> martial Coffee arts, and relationships. Honestly, that one matches George. Yeah, yeah, especially right. forming a cult, the coffee yeah, club cult. That one. I think that matches George quite well. I just, just to update on mine, I did find another one that 
says personality. Complete opposite of Aquarius. Cosmo. <laughs> what is it? It says quirky, unconventional, free-spirited, friendly, intellectual, charming, well-behaved. See, that's more. Yeah, yeah but, but that was the, like the opposite of what this is. And then, and then I saw another one that says to be progressive, independent, intelligent, unique, and idealistic. So I feel like they just... Pick, they just, they like, just make it up. A person, an Aquarius person thinks about themselves and then they just put that in there. Yeah. And then that's what an Aquarius is. This is what I But am. the one for George... Ellie will that say that sounds... your moon and your sun is like just as important to like combine. Yeah. But that's, so then, you get very, then you get very complicated. So we're doing this in like, like one... This is like horoscopes 101. <laughs> yeah, like, no, not even. Like, but this sounds like George though. Yeah. I, when you read that out, I was like, hmm, yeah. Persistent, passionate, strategic. Loyal. Strategic George. Yeah, these are all... Like curious, yeah, yeah. I think I'm super into martial arts. Yeah, that, that's the, that's the main one. That's the main one. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, this is actually what people want. Cosmopolitan. <laughs> they they share the turn-ons for a Scorpio. This I mean, you are on Cosmopolitan. I think that's like what this website is. So they turn. They hold. How is this a turn-on? They hold grudges forever. Doing something <laughs> really super filthy. <laughs> what the fuck? So. Jenna, if you're listening, they like ghost the walks, psychic nights, true crime podcasts. Horror movies. That's the opposite of me. Yeah, I, is, I, refuse to watch, I refuse to watch horror you movies. You hate that shit. All right, this is getting worse. Maybe we, we need to... Getting... It was good before, but <laughs> now it's just getting really Cosmo, well you've lost it. Wait. Um, yeah, if you just Google like whatever, like Scorpio. Well, I think we have to do Cosmo... Like, because uh, we did it for you. Yeah, I think we have to do it for all of them. All right, so what, what's yours? Maybe we'll have Taurus, to... Taurus, the yeah, bull. I'm a Taurus. April 23rd is my birthday. So... Oh, we didn't look at... Wait, who was my celebrity? Leo. You, you got Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm pretty happy with that. I can see that. It's pretty cool. So you're Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm Harry Styles. Morgan is... The Rock. Kenny Taylor. Kenny Taylor and The Rock. A couple of... The Rocks. A couple of hunks. Um... Perseverance, aesthetic. Yeah, I feel that. Take two boxes there. Patient, not very. Uh, sens- sensuous. Ooh. Yeah. Chill. Turned out sometimes. Yeah, I mean, again, those are those a are little, so a general. little bit, but the most so general. Like, Someone just looked up adjectives. <laughs> like I mean, chilled. Like, <laughs> like sounds chilled. Oh, mm. thanks. I'm chilled. I guess. So you're chilled. I'm laid back. And you're... Um, What's another synonym? Relaxed. <laughs> exact relaxed. Yeah, he's relaxed. It all makes sense. I'm into money, food, chilling. <laughs> More chilling. And shopping. I'm just... Taurus is just so chill. Uh, is that Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Snoop, I don't know if he is a Taurus or they just chose him for this picture though. You claim it. Yeah, shout out. So, turn-ons... <laughs> Okay, the Taurus turn-ons, these are a, I'm a excited. for, I'm excited for, for anyone. Yo, <laughs> the first it. one is sex, and the second one is eating, and the third one is cozy time. That's a turn-on. Who doesn't love that? That's a turn-ons for everyone. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> All right, what, I think... Never going on Cosmopolitan again. Yeah, for future reference, guys, don't, don't go to this website. It's just spreading lies. Wait, can we just do one more? Yes. Can we do a person on the team? And then just, I just want to see. I would love to do. Carlos? I want to do. Who? Well, he's not on the team. I'll tell you who I'd love to do because they have a very strong personality is Sage. Let's do Sage. But I don't actually know when her birthday is. I can look it up because you have a Wikipedia. We yeah. should know that. Because um, she has a very strong personality. Sage Herder is. Oh, it just says 24 years old. She was born in 1998. Wait, let me see if I can get on their Wikipedia. Maybe. <laughs> oh, 23rd of June. 
it's always been his favorite Formula One driver. But not my favorite, but I just I've I always think, liked him a lot. Well, I was gonna say my my, my new favorite F one driver. At the Honestly, moment. I think he's also Joe Cluckers and my favorite because we always anytime Valtteri's doing something, we always post it in the group chat. Or like, <laughs> it's so funny now. He just does cool shit and like doesn't give a fuck. I would say. Yeah, that's know? pretty much what we love about him. So and it's like, he was just in New Zealand, Australia too, which we are big, hyped about. Big yeah. trip for big Christmas, trip. but. Yeah, I think that's it for today's one, episode 68 of the Coffee Club podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you all next week.